and welcome to Ghostwriter Podcast. I'm your host, Corinne Prevost. And guys, I have finally joined the keto revolution. I'm on day two or three, I think day three, and I'm feeling nuts. So we'll see how this goes. Okay. Oops. There's been a lot of news going on. So Leanne Locken is now off of Real Housewives of Dallas. Um, Jules Weinstein was arrested over the weekend for beating up or allegedly attacking Michael, her soon-to-be ex-husband. I feel like that divorce is taking a super long time. So we'll see what ends up happening. March 15th, she's going to be arraigned. Um, And then the new news is that Tamara Barney is actually going to be coming back to Real Housewives of Orange County after all, even though she already announced that she's leaving. And I guess she talked about this on Jeff Lewis Live. So they don't know in what capacity she's going to come back, but the rumor is it's more than a friend of, but less than a housewife. So I'm curious if she took the initial deal, which was basically a three-episode deal to come back, and she was like priced out per episode. So anyway, I recently finished reading Love Italian Style by Melissa Gorga, so let's get right into it. Okay. Melissa's father, as we all know, tragically died in a car accident in New Jersey when she was 17. He was driving in the rain and hit a tree. He was 49 years old, and he wasn't wearing his seatbelt. So apparently, Melissa speaks of her childhood that she grew up more on the privileged side of things, but he left his family dead broke. All of his money was tied up in properties that he had apparently bought with some other men, but I guess all their deals were done on a handshake. And then once he died, the people never gave any, um, never paid out his family for, you know, paid them out the money. So I don't know. It's again, we're in New Jersey. So again, it's so much so many shady business deals. Every Nothing makes sense. Like people are wearing designer clothes and driving luxury cars on Monday and then Friday they're dead broke. I mean, none of the, who, who buys million dollar buildings on a handshake? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I was very surprised on Vanderpump Rules a few seasons ago when Lisa Vanderpump was telling the two Toms like, oh yeah, I just do business on a handshake. I'm like, oh, Tom and Tom, you're not going to be making any money off of this. Um, so no, there was no life insurance that he had invested in, no college funds and no savings. I mean, stop buying your wife furs and worry about saving some money. This is insane. And this just seems to be how they all handle their finances. It's all about looking wealthy, not about being wealthy. Just ask Jennifer Aiden. Um, her godfather helped with her college tuition and she studied elementary education in college in New, in New Jersey. And um, she kind of gets into this a bit, and I think she talked about it on the show as well, that her dad was very unfaithful to her mom, and he would just be gone for days at a time, weekends at a time. And then when he came back, the mom was just like, okay, no problem, business as usual, just because she wanted to you know, have a family and pretend everything was great for her three daughters. So it's kind of interesting, the parallels between Joe and her father, too, that they both are Italian. They both worked in real estate. They both kind of have these business dealings that are unclear and shady and hard to understand. Speaking of which, the story that I got caught up in last week was that Joe Gorga posts a lot of um, his flips 
on his Instagram page. And so he put this house that looked like whatever your average suburban home. And then he put like a picture of a, you know, that had been redone, showed the remodeled version of it. And he's like, Oh, you know, another great, another successful flip or whatever. So I didn't, you know, I was like, Oh, that's nice, whatever. But if you would a closer examination of the picture, it just looks like different property. There's so many differences that I'm like, could this be the same property? Could this be the same home? It looks like maybe they bulldozed down the house and built a complete new home, but it didn't look like, you know, you just refaced the front. So then someone in the comments section said, Hey, that second house is my house. And that first house, but my house never looked like that for that first house. That first house is a few blocks away from here. These aren't the same homes, number one. And number two is that Joe Gorga has never worked on my home. So this is BS. So it became exposed. And I guess the person who owned the home started showing pictures of their home and, you know, had the receipts, had the proof that he was lying. And then everyone's like, are, and now are any of your flips real? Like, are you just bullshitting us? Like what's actually going on here? And he basically said someone just posted the wrong, it was just an incorrect post. It was a mistake. And he's been flipping houses for 25 years and blah, 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 which I also find interesting because, um, with someone said he's like around 40. So if he's flipping houses since he's 15 years old, that doesn't really make any sense. And initially his business, what he said his business was, was building homes and designing homes or like being a builder, not flipping homes. So, I mean, as with everything in New Jersey, nothing actually adds up. Um, and I want to know whatever happened to that truck he had, that the paper shredding truck and whatever happened to the pizza place. I don't think it's fair that the Gorgas just get like, this never has to be addressed on the show. Like all these things need to be addressed on the show. It's one of my biggest pet peeves is like, Hey, Cynthia Bailey, like where are your sunglasses? Where is the modeling school? Is that closed down? Where is the cargo handbags? Did Sheree's son ever get his handbag? That is very important to me. I want to know if he was paid. And I actually slipped into his DMs and asked him, did you ever get your bag, Cairo? And I'm waiting, Cairo. So hit me up and let me know if you got that leather bag. Um, okay, where were we? I went on a little bit of a tangent there. So Joe, let's get to the Joe section of the book. Like any good Italian love story, they met in Cancun, Mexico in 2000. I mean, I was in Cancun in 2000. What a time. What a time to be alive. I got, oh my God. So I went to Cancun when I graduated high school and lost my damn mind. And then I went again when I graduated college and again lost my mind. And I don't remember which trip it was. I want to say, no, it was the high school trip. I went to a foam party, which if you don't know what a foam party is, just don't worry about it. Just stay the hell away from a foam party. But basically it's like a big bubble machine and like a just tequila, you just drink and people are just making out and dry humping and, or wet humping because there's wet bubbles. And, you know, as someone with eczema and sensitive skin, you especially do not need to be at any kind of foam party. So I was at this foam party and then this guy pulls down his pants and is just like running around with his dingling flopping all around. And I knew that was like my time to exit the foam party. And then I ended up getting a full body rash, like hives, because I'm obviously they're not using a vino in the foam party. They're using probably like Tide or whatever the most toxic detergent they could get their hands on. 
Um, Tide will probably is not even it. And it just, it was terrible. And then when I got back from that trip, I had some issues because I was dehydrated because this was a point in my life where I didn't know that water, that you had to drink water. Like it was life sustaining and what you needed for your body. I thought water was just one of the many options of things you could drink. And I'm like, no, thanks. I'll have a soda. Like I soda tastes good. Juice tastes good. Like I just want things that taste good. So water tastes like nothing. So why would I bother drinking that? And I had full body rash, completely dehydrated. I went to the doctor. I ended up being quarantined at the doctor. My dad had to pick me up, take me to the hospital. And I had to be put on an IV of fluids because I had been partying for 14 days and I had not had one sip of water. On top of that, right before that or right after that, I I really self-care. This is before self-care was invented and I was not interested in taking care of myself at all. I had slept in my contacts for like, I don't know, eight days. And one of them became fused to my eyeball. And I had to go to like a special eye doctor in DC to get the contact taken out by him. So those were not great times in my life. You know, people say, oh, to be young again. No, thank you. No, thank you. Like, uh, I was just working against myself morning, noon, and night in those days. So no thanks. Okay. So Cancun, sorry. Okay. So this is what Melissa was wearing, a leopard bikini and Gucci sunglasses. And when Joe laid eyes on that combination, he was like, this is going to be my wife. So, uh, on Real Housewives of Atlanta, Nini had that leopard brunch recently, which by the way, who the hell were all those women at that leopard brunch? It was just the most random gaggle of women I've ever seen in my life. I don't think they know Nini. I don't think Nini knows them. I think she throws the brunch, everyone eats and hangs out at it. And then basically she shows up at the end and does like a meet and greet and that's it. I don't, I don't know what that event normally is. I need to do some research on that. But however, my birthday was this past Friday, February 21st, and I'm 39 now. So my friends took me out on Sunday night to this great Italian restaurant uh, in Fashion Island in Newport Beach called Casina in Oteca. We had so much fun. But anyway, we were like, oh, we should get dressed up. What should be the theme? So we had a leopard theme. And I realized that I do not have enough leopard in my wardrobe. So that's going to be one of my, my goals for 39 is to get more animal prints because I normally just wear whatever, just solid colors. And um, I did have these Louboutin, these leopard Louboutins that I bought a million years ago at the Louboutin sample sale in New York City for like $300 or something, super cheap. And I forgot how, I mean, they have to be like a five inch, maybe a six inch heel. I mean, I had to get dropped off like at the door of the restaurant and then picked up at the door of the restaurant. I mean... You can't, I could barely make it to the table. That's how high these shoes are. So anyway, they were so fun to wear, but they're really just that shoe that you can't, if you have to stand at the bar, you can't do it. It has to be like, you walk in, you sit, you walk to the next location and you sit anyway. Um, and with my knees being what they are these days, those high platforms are not the ticket. So Melissa, Joe kept asking Melissa out. She kept saying no. So Joe went to the club um, I guess it's a strip club, unclear, that she bartended slash stripped at, just kidding, that she bartended at, and he bought all the roses from, you know, like the women, it's usually an older Hispanic woman who sells like a big pile of roses, and you can like buy them after 
you know, in New York City they have it, or like in LA outside the clubs. So I guess he bought all of the roses from the woman and like dumped them all on top of the bar. And eventually he got Melissa to say yes. And then he's asked her out. But the first date was at his house. Um, no, 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 no. He's like, oh, I'm going to make you dinner at my house. So she just kissed him goodnight and went home. So then she put in her book that um, there is a 100-date rule that you're supposed to follow. So you cannot sleep with a guy until you go on 100 dates. <sighs> um I know she didn't do that, even though in the book she also says that because her daughter is going to read this at some point, that <laughs> that according to this book, Joe is the first. She lost her virginity to Joe. So Joe, by the way, was relieved that Melissa was not easy. So when they met, Melissa was attending college, living with her roommates, and then one roommate basically stole all her stuff while she was out of town and her roommate stuff. So then they were down to two roommates and those roommate, her and the other roommate couldn't afford to, you know, absorb the rent of the missing roommate. So then she ended up moving in with Joe. I bet she staged that whole thing and then played damsel in distress. And then he was like, honey, just move in with me. I mean, I don't hate, I don't hate her for it, but I don't, it seems a little bit too, uh, I don't know. Convenient. Okay, Melissa getting married. So Joe proposed at the Short Hills Hilton across from the Short Hills Mall. I mean, it beats Caroline's proposal of in the underpass, but um, I mean, proposing next to a mall in New Jersey, it's so New Jersey. It's so on brand. Love it. And she ended up, after graduating college, getting a job as a teacher, but Joe told her that she should just come and work for him in his house flipping, construction, shredding, pizza business so that she they could go on vacation anytime they wanted to. Okay. So all about looks. So here are all the places that Melissa loves to shop. Net-a-Port, Net-a-Porte, Shopbot, Barney's, Rev Boutique. I need to check that one out. I don't know that one. Singer 22. That's a really good one. Neiman Marcus and Shop Ambiance. Or um, Ambiance, maybe? I'm not sure. I don't know the Rev Boutique and the Shop Ambiance. I'm going to check them out. For her skin, she uses Dr. Murad's products, the Time Release Cleanser, and she loves all my makeup removers. That is the thing. I feel like I can never get all my makeup off. I just did the, um, what is it called? Fit Fab Fun, Fab Fit Fun, Fit Fab Fun, whatever. I got that box for Christmas and I love it. Eventually the advertising got to me and I'm like, all right, like I'm going to get the freaking box. Um, and I did get the makeup eraser, um, they're like a towel to take your makeup off. And at first I was using, I bought some at Bed Bath & Beyond a while ago and I was using them completely wrong. And so then I just was like, oh, I don't need, I just put them away because I'm like, these don't work. But then I got some new ones in the Fit Fab Fun box and I actually follow the directions. Isn't that amazing? And you don't put soap on them. You just wet them and take it off. And actually they do work pretty well. The thing is they want you to keep using the same one over and over, but it's going to get mildewy and smell. So I need a fresh one every time, but I do that. And then I do the um, Neutrogena like makeup white things. And still like I can never get all my makeup off. So I don't know, maybe if you guys have a solution to that, but I just feel like it's always getting on my pillow and there's always something left. Okay. Her favorite bronzer is Laguna by NARS. Hey, Laguna. 
Laura, Laura Mercier Tinted Moisturizer. I used to use that. I like that. Um, MAC Blush, uh, L'Oreal Luminous, Mas- Voluminous Mascara. She uses MAC Lip Gloss in the color Love Nectar and NARS Orgasm Blush. I love NARS Orgasm Blush. That's what I use every day. She gets keratin treatments on her hair, which I used to do, and I need to start doing that again, and Brazilian waxes. For her nails, she likes the three S's, short, shiny, square, and she alternates between light pink and burgundy. I don't know if you guys think that's interesting or not, but I love hearing all the beauty stuff. That's like my favorite part of all these books. I'm like, tell me the type of lipstick. Tell me the brand. Tell me the color. Tell me the item number. I'm going to put it in my cart. So I am going to go through and buy some of these items. Why not, right? Okay. The three things, ladies, according to Melissa Gorga, that you should never say to your husband. Are you ready? Why don't you do the laundry like so-and-so does? Fair enough. Um, you want to leave? Go ahead. I'll see you at home later. Oh my God. I am the queen of staying out later than my husband. He just, he gets up so early to work out. So he always wants to go home early. And once I have a good buzz going, I want to stay out until establishments are putting on the light, sweeping and begging me to leave. Like I just, once I get once I get that buzz, I just want to party all night long. I'm always lost woman standing. I'm, I don't know. So I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like I don't want to go home with you and feel resentful that I'm not having the most possible fun I can have. And I don't want you to come stay out and be grumpy and be wishing you were home the whole time. Like, I think it's fine to go. I mean, I don't know. I guess she's thinking in the sense of like cheating and stuff, but I think it's fine. Okay. Also, third thing you don't say to your husband, is that woman prettier than me? Oh my God, that's so like stupid and insecure. Okay. She also says that her dad constantly videotaped her when she was a little girl and she was like the star and singing and dancing. So if she ever has a behind the music or an E True Hollywood story, that she'll have more footage from her childhood than any star that ever lived because her dad filmed her so much. Okay, what do we think the chances are of Melissa Gorga having a behind the music? I think that is pretty slim. I don't think that's something that she needs to worry too much about. And then an E! True Hollywood story, that's even like more absurd and crazy that she would have an E! True Hollywood story. They rarely will be for reality stars. I think like with a Kardashian or like a supernova reality star, maybe, but it's very, very, very rare. So we'll see. Okay, guys. So tonight I'm so excited because it's Real Housewives of New Jersey finale, and we're going to get to see all the women um, confront Teresa about what she said to Danielle about pulling March's hair at that uh, Steve Allen or Stephen Allen boutique. And we're going to get to see the girls go and see their dad for the first time since he's been released from ICE in Italy. So I'm actually going to my friend Alex's house tonight and we're cooking an Italian dinner because we're going on a tour of Italy tonight. And of course I'm on keto. So I'm just doing like meatballs and I already spiralized all my zucchini squash. So that'll be my pasta for the evening. And I'm going to do some burrata and tomato. So trying to make it work even with, uh, 
you know, this diet. But the thing about this diet, I guess, is you're, I, it's very confusing to me if I'm supposed to be drinking or not. I think I'm supposed to be drinking all the time. That's my personal philosophy. But I, <laughs> I'm told that you're not supposed to drink in the beginning. And if you do, you can have like a vodka soda, which I'm not interested in. I just want a glass of maybe a nice Italian wine. Um, but so I watched the trailer. So I'm really excited. Teresa says, I hope they don't use it about the production. So finally, we're seeing that fourth wall go down and we're seeing that, you know, makes me wonder what other things that they have not used in the past that maybe when the cast members have a good relationship with production, maybe they've been able to convince them to not use certain footage. Uh, the fact that she even thinks, Teresa even thinks that's an option, I makes me feel that she's been able to keep things out in the past and now that's not the case and I watched the reunion of the girls all Gucci clad going to meet their dad in Italy and the reunion and you guys I was crying I mean uh, they're they're getting reunited with their criminal dad and the story is I mean it is just super super sad all right well I cannot wait to record another episode all about Real Housewives and finish up with Melissa's book. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.